This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Harbin, and ladies and gentlemen, the 2019 NFL Draft is underway. The first round, they are on pick 16 right now. And if you live under a rock and didn't know, the Pittsburgh Steelers have already made their pick. They traded with the Denver Broncos to move up to the 10th overall pick to select Devin Bush, inside linebacker of the Michigan Wolverines. They we're not going to talk about the trade compensation yet. I just want to get everyone's reaction. And guys, if you're a fan of the show, the Super Show has commenced. We have Lance Williams. We have Dave Schofield. We have Brian Anthony Davis. Everyone's here. The internet connection is good so far. I'm going to guess that Lance is going to go out first. So Lance, I'm going to go to you (laughs) first. What's your opinion on the... Welcome to the show. What's your opinion of the trade? Were you happy? Were you kind of like, I don't know what to think. What was your thoughts? Well, I'm already on record as saying I wouldn't have reached for either Devin with my last show. Yeah, I said it. They shouldn't reach for either Devin. So I don't think they should have reached for an inside linebacker. I think you sit at 20 and you draft the best player available. I'm just hoping that he plays better than his outfit because that was awful. (laughs) But you're a a Prince fan. That was something Prince would wear. That was even bad for Prince. I mean, come on, man. That was awful. And the hairstyle was bad, too. He had like a shag combined with dreadlocks. I didn't, I was I was mixed up. I was confused. Uh, I hope he plays better and he dresses. That's all I can say. Uh, that outfit was terrible. So real quick before I move on to Dave, you, you, even though they did make the trade, and we'll talk about whether we thought they gave up too much in a second, you aren't happy with the fact that they got a, a linebacker who is considered by some to be one of the best athletes 
in the entire draft, let alone positionally? I mean, we'll see. I, I just think that, like I said on the show, the inside linebacker position is a is a, a sustaining position, not a game-changing position. Uh, and I think you can get value in lower rounds. Historically, we've seen that. And we've just seen championship teams win without having to have that dominant player in the inside. If he's a great player, you know, what I said in my podcast all goes away. Now we just got to see if the kid can play. Uh, unfortunately, he can't dress. His haberdasher should have been shot. Uh, but other than that, his barber also should have been shot. But other than that, uh, I hope he can play. All right. We'll get back to you in a second. Dave Schofield, welcome to the show. What are your thoughts on the pick as you were scampering home from a movie to try to get back in time since the Steelers traded up? Yes, I promise no spoilers because I was checking out the earliest showing of the Avengers premiere. Um, and I thought I had plenty of time. Jeff and I even talked about, <laughs> you know, what time the, What time do you think? We did an over-under of what time the, the pick was going to be. I said, unless they trade up. And I thought they might trade up. I didn't know they'd go that high. But uh, so I drove home quickly in the rain and here I am. I did not get to see the outfit, but I, I DVR'd it. I can't wait to watch it on TiVo. Um, but I mean, it, it was their biggest position of need and they got one of the top guys. So you can't complain too much. You knew something crazy was going to happen. I knew Oakland was going to do something crazy. I never thought they were going to take my pick at 20 at number four, but that's things fell the way it did for the Steelers to be able to make the move. Yeah. And so they made the trade, whether you like it or not, uh, Brian, Anthony Davis, welcome to the show. What are your thoughts on, uh, the whole, everything, how it went down? You know, I'm 47 years old. I've loved Bush most of my life, okay. whether it be, whether it be the band Bush, whether it be the George Bushes. Um, but I love Bush more than I ever have in my life right now. <laughs> I am thrilled with Devin Bush. I'm thrilled with <laughs> how much I can piss off conservative commenters on this site with just the name Bush. I am thrilled. Um, look, I'm watching this. I, I'm watching the TV, and I'm trying to calculate. Okay, you know, Ed Oliver's gone to the Bills, so maybe, just maybe, that uh, both Denver and, and Cincinnati will go with quarterbacks. So. I, I, <laughs> excuse me. I'm. You guys can't put comments, <laughs> secret comments on there. It's going to throw me off and make me laugh. Um, the censor's message is going to kill me. Um, <laughs> good stuff, though. Um, but anyway, so I, I'm trying to figure it out. Then I look up, and before they put the put the graphic on saying that a deal was made, I could see in the background Steelers on the uh, big draft board, and I started going crazy. I'm like, what, 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 what? They made a trade. And then it came up, went crazy. Threw a few yeses out, high five with my buddy. I mean, this is everything I've dreamed of. I could go to bed tonight feeling like a million bucks. This is the guy I wanted. This, I agree. I think he is the best athletic person in the draft. <laughs> you can't put Lance and I on the same show. Well, right? you, you know, can't. here's the funny thing but, is that is, I don't I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do a, an entire show with Lance and he constantly sends these messages and I have to keep it together. And Brian, you're going to have to show some professionalism here. You're going to have to suck it up. And you're going to have to get it. Now, a lot of people in the live chat on YouTube are wondering what did the, what did the Steelers give up? So let me break this down. The Steelers did not give up next year's first round. That was 
I think that was reported mistakenly early on in the process. What happened was the Steelers swapped first round picks. So they took the Denver Broncos 10th. The Broncos took the 20th. So as of right now, the Steelers are done in the first round unless they decide to trade back in. I doubt that happens. They gave up their second round pick of this year's draft, and they gave up their third round pick of the 2020 draft. Now, for those that are freaking out about this and say they gave up too much, here's what I have to say. First and foremost, you got your guy that you wanted in the first round. Kevin Colbert's only done this two other times since he's been hired in 2000. And let's talk about who he did it for. Troy Palomalu, Hall of Famer, Santonio Holmes, Super Bowl MVP, I trust their judgment when they really want to get someone. They go out and do it. They did that today. I'm fine with that. I trust their judgment in that regard. Now, the second-round pick, they still have a lot of picks left. I will, I would bet, I said I would bet my car that they're going to move into the second round tomorrow, trading some of those later picks away that they don't need. So for me, I'm fine with them giving up a second-round pick. As for the third-round pick next year, they're going to get a third-round compensatory pick for Le'Veon Bell leaving. They'll be fine. They'll still have a third-round pick. I thought this was a good trade. Lance, I'll go to you next. Your thoughts on the compensation given up, and did it equal or was it a reach, as you put it in your podcast, for Devin Bush? I mean, now it comes to the evaluation of the player, and we just have to wait and see if the player can play. And by the way, Jeff does drive a Pinto. I so drive a Prius, it, all right? Not a Pinto, a Prius. See, I, I, I knew it started <laughs> with a P, so, you know, him giving up his car, you know, isn't much. And the bad man dreaming of Bush, I mean, hey, I mean, it never gets better than that. But uh, it gets to now whether the kid can play. If he can play, who cares? I mean, who cares about the compensation? If he comes, solidifies your defense, and he elevates them to a top 10 group, and hopefully they win a championship, who cares about the compensation? Now it's about can he play, and that's how you got to evaluate it. Yeah, absolutely. Dave, what about you? When you heard what the, you know, the, the final details were of the trade, what were your thoughts? I'm okay with giving up the third next year because, like I said, or like sorry, like what you said, the Steelers should get another third round pick, assuming that um, uh, Le'Veon Bell doesn't just completely fall off the map this year because that's still one factor that comes into it. If he gets injured early and doesn't play at all, that could drop to a fourth. But uh, I, I would have much rather given up the first third round pick, but it's only fourteen. It's only the difference of fourteen picks, which isn't that that big. I do think that they could trade up into the second round using that pick, their first third round pick if they wanted to. But uh, I don't know. It's not very often that, this, like you say, that the Steelers move up to do something like this. And when they do, it's worked out great. So I'd say we could we could pick apart the problems with it, or we could just be really happy that they figured out who they wanted and they actually did what they needed to do to get it. See, if I'm the Steelers, I'm trying to hold on to that third-round pick that was uh, the Raiders, and I would trade my given third-round pick and maybe a sixth-round pick with it to get up into the second round. That way you're going to have a second-round pick, an early third-round pick. I think you're still going to get some quality there. Dave or Brian, what were your thoughts on the trade in terms of the details, and uh, what would you give up to move into the second round tomorrow? You know what? Exactly what you're saying. You know, I want to keep that uh, that third round pick because that's basically that's very close to a second. You know, so I have no problem with that. I love the fact that they made this move. When I saw that it was a third rounder in 2020, regardless of the Le'Veon Bell thing, I'm like, that's not giving up too much. 
you know, you have 10 overall picks. You have the opportunity to go ahead and move. So um, I fully think that they're going to move back into the second. They should be fine. And there's pl- this is a deep, deep draft. So you give up a, that extra third, no problem. That extra third that they had last year was, uh, was Chooksawuma. And so basically, if you want to give up Chooksawuma to go ahead and get into the uh, the second round, you can. So, I mean, giving up, but if you don't even move up at all, you look at the second round picks that they've made. Um, you know, I know Juju was a great one. I know James Washington could be a good one, but would you trade James Washington for a chance to get Devin Bush? You would have this year um, if you could have coupled him in. So I love the fact that they didn't uh, give up way too much. Okay, so let's go through each and every one of you. I, I want to get your knee-jerk grades on the pick. Now, I Lance and I talk about this all the time. You cannot grade a draft pick, I would say, until year three or four, um, unless you're Jarvis Jones. We knew right away with that guy. Uh, but still, Lance, if you were to grade this based on, A, the position that was taken, B, what was given up to get him, how would you grade? You can grade the process or you can grade the prospect. What would you give him, Lance? Ah, it's Bush League to pick. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, from a positional need, you look, it's spot on. Um, you know, it, it, it's tough for me to give grades. Uh, you know, from a, a point of need, absolutely. You know, you take John Bostick off the field. We saw them get gouged in the middle of their defense and pass coverage all year. And we just saw what Travis. Travis Kelsey and those type of dudes did to the Steelers defense when you spread them out. If he can fill that need, then I'm going to say a B for Bush, and I'll keep my grade there. <laughs> Dave, what about you? What's your grade for the pick? I'm going to give it just – I'm going to give it an A for effort. I like the effort that they were able to figure out what they wanted and not be afraid to move to get it. Um, I'm going to trust that they know more about him than I do. I thought there was a couple red flags under with Devin Bush, but you can pick anybody apart when you've been looking at him for this long. I, I like that they made the move, regardless of who they got or what they did. So A for effort for me. What about you, Brian? I'm not giving a grade. I'm just nice. going to go ahead and give valedictorian. I love this. I love this. I'm telling you, a cap and gown, put him up there, graduating with honors, summa cum laude. In fact, I'll give him a magna cum laude. I would give it a magnum PI. That's how good this is. I'm going to give it an A. Um, I said from the start of the NFL draft season, when you're talking about mock drafts and stuff, that they need to be aggressive. And even though Lance was extremely convincing in his argument in his last Yeah, I Said It show, I'm fine with him being aggressive. You have 10 draft picks. You don't need 10 players. We've all said that on all of our different shows. So trade them away. You know, who cares? Trade them away. So um, as I watch NFL fans freak out about drafting a center, I chuckle to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was thinking the same thing. That's the great thing about the draft. Watching idiot fans like ourselves get excited about a center and wear purple makeup. Like nobody oh knows gosh, this guy. guy. Like, 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 like nobody knows who this guy is. Like, I mean, come on, man. I, I'll be honest. I, I'm going to also say that the most positive thing, other than watching Joe Green state the pick and come out to introduce the draft, I got 
Got my 75 on. Coke commercial classic. My favorite all-time stealer. Big up to him. Joe Green, mean Joe, is, hey, man, we don't have to watch the draft if they don't get a second-round pick till Saturday. That's awesome. <laughs> or, 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 uh, I, I, what? I, so that's great. Lance, Lance, I, I got to jump in here. I, I, love, I love the Joe Green thing, but in that commercial, he wore the white jersey. Just thought I'd let you know. Yes, More he did. Yes, I, I. Yeah, they don't sell the white mean Joe. I, oh, I, I could get okay. you the white mean Joe. Nah, just, just call me. He's um, got your, he's got okay. your hookup in Asia. <laughs> I, hey, I used to have that hookup. Hey, I used to have that hookup, <laughs> but the U.S. government took that website down, so I don't have that hookup. <laughs> yeah. Old Bad found a new one. But okay, who's bad? <laughs> okay, um, let's let's get back on the rails here for a little bit. Uh, I, my question for you all is: Devin Bush, they traded to get him. You obviously know he's a high priority for them in terms of uh, the position and the skill level. How do you see this entering training camp? They signed Mark Barron in the off season. Um, I have my ideas to what they might do. You think he's starter day one, or do you think it's a Mark Barron's a starter? We're gonna kind of move you in easy into it, I guess I should say. Brian, I'm going to start with you this time. You know, Mark Barron's an interesting situation because uh, he very well could be the uh, where they had uh, had uh, Morgan Burnett last year as that uh, as that sub-package linebacker. So um, they're gonna, this could be a guy like Shazier um, a few years ago where they just plug and play. This is a definite plug and play type player. I think they'll... Uh, They'll start off slow, but I mean, maybe by week three or four, they're like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. I mean, I think he's a starter at least, if not right away, by week five. What about you, Dave? It's interesting that you say said about Mark Barron because I brought up today that he hasn't been assigned a number yet by the Steelers, and I think <laughs> part of it is no, seriously, it doesn't, mean, doesn't mean anything. They don't. But what I'm saying, he's the only he's the only player that didn't have a number before the draft. And that is because is he going to be a linebacker? Is he going to be a safety? You know, he's always had a safety number before. But if they knew he wanted him to be a linebacker, he probably would have been a linebacker number. I think it kind of had kind of depend on how things fell out with the draft. So because he's he's going to be the hybrid guy. He might be on the field all the time to start. It's they've got so many options now going into camp and what's great is they got a first round player that could take a spot and has a spot that he can grab, but they don't have to have him play their day one. What about you, Lance? I think they're going to ease him in like Kel does bows. <laughs> it's going to be a smooth <laughs> move. They're going to move him in smoothly. I think what Brian said is right on. They're going to gradually move him. Amen. They're going to give him more and more, put more and more on his plate, see how he absorbs it, see how he plays, how he digests the system. I think Barron right now is probably a safety blanket, but I think they're going to gradually move him in to play that position. He's definitely going to be involved in sub packages for sure. And I think probably I could see midseason he's starting depending on how he plays and how he develops in training camp. I think you're going to see a lot of three linebackers on the field now for the Steelers, Baron Williams, and now uh, Devin Bush, based on the fact that I think Baron has a skill set that they like. I think Bush, ha they're going to deploy these guys. Like Dave said, they have a ton of versatility. 
They're going to run a lot of sub packages like they always do. I think that this pick is tremendous. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about tomorrow before we answer some questions from the people in the live chat. We have almost 200 people in the live chat right now. I knew this show would be a big one. Um, tomorrow, let's assume that they don't have a second round pick. Let's say they stick with um, their two third round picks. What positions are you targeting in the third round? Uh, we already talked about if you were late to the show, we did talk about what we might give up to move back into the second. But Dave, we'll start with you. What position now do the Steelers target uh, on day two of the NFL draft? Um, I think that I said that I thought all along in their first four picks, they were going to be looking at linebacker, corner. I still think edge rusher is something they need to do, if nothing else, for depth, saying they only they started the season last year with three. And I, I think all but one game last year, they went with three outside linebackers. And then, of course, a receiver, either a wide receiver or tight end, I think are their top needs. When it comes to moving up at, back into the second round, when I said about using that first third round pick, that's because I was assuming to move high into the second round. If they're wanting to move lower in the second round, I think they could use their second third round pick. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Lance, what about you? What positions are you looking for? Looking at wide receiver, tight end, running back. I think running back would be the last position. But again, I keep harping on it on our shows. I said it on the last. Yeah, I said it. You got to replace 90 points. You got to replace about five and a half points a game of production from Antonio Brown. They've got to go get ball players to do that. And, you know, I know that they want to solidify their defense. Hopefully, Devin Bush is the guy to do that. But they need some offensive playmakers makers they need some juice at the wide receiver position to go out and replace that production of that guy we all love a b Ugh, bad turd uh what about you brian well originally i was thinking they would go uh aerosmith from 1993 and be living on the edge but uh <laughs> and they very well could go edge edge rusher but um what I'm thinking they're going to do is I'm thinking they're looking at either wide receiver or corner. Um, that corner class uh, corner hasn't been picked yet. So these guys are dropping. There's going to be guys available in the second round. I know they don't have a second round pick right now, but um, that means somebody could drop down to the third round early in the third round as well if they stay put. So it's interesting to see. We'll see where Chase Winovich goes. If he drop, if he's, um, if his stock really rose to be a, a, uh, a late first or a second, or if he's in, in the third, but, uh, you know, there's so many places they can go. I love this draft. This is one of my favorite drafts in years, just for how deep it is. They can get uh, a wide receiver in that third round. Um, there's so many things and, and you think about the edge rushers, they're going to be available in the third as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the as as I'm watching the television and we're watching this. If you're watching live, you know you're following the coverage, and the Broncos are getting ready to pick at number twenty, which is where the Steelers would have picked. Um, 
which is a lot earlier than I thought. It's only 1024 Eastern Standard Time. Um, all three cornerbacks are still on the board. We're talking the big name guys, Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams, DeAndre Baker. Uh, guy, this is definitely shaking out different than a lot of people expected. So we'll see where things go starting tomorrow. Uh, we do have a few minutes left before we call it a show. If you have questions uh, and you're in the live chat, by all means, go ahead and fire away. And remember, you have, since there's so many people um, in the live chat right now, if you really have a question that you want answered, you can use the super chat feature. The super chat feature is the little money symbol on the right. If you're looking at your phone or on a laptop and you can use any amount of money, a dollar, five dollars, whatever, it'll highlight your question. We'll guarantee to answer it. So if you have questions for the show, go ahead and fire away. We'll get those answered before we call it a show. And remember, while we wait for some questions to come through, there will be a show tomorrow night where we'll recap all or any of the picks that the Steelers have in this on day two. And again, on Saturday night where we do day three picks, I can't say that all four of us will be on the show. It might just be me at some time, but it, that still it doesn't matter. Um, I definitely hope that everyone that's in the live chat right now, if you are just finding the show, let's say you just stumbled upon it. Um, Make sure you subscribe. We give a lot of good content on YouTube as well as our audio platform. So um, right, here we go. This was a question for like Dave and Brian. Uh, was there really, uh, were there any day two linebackers that you think are worthy of picking up? We'll go with Dave first. I assume they mean outside linebackers because. I would say outside linebackers. Probably we don't need an inside have. linebacker anymore because if we didn't get the inside linebacker, I would have looked for uh, Jermaine Pratt in the second round. Um, but we got Devin Bush. We don't need that now. Um, outside linebackers. I'll be honest with you. I focused on the first round with them. Um, other than other than Winovich, um, I'm going to have to start doing some more research as soon as we're done here to see if th what else we, we could get there on the board at, uh, in the second round or even at the beginning of the third. What about you, uh, Brian? What do you think? I don't know if he's going to be round on day two because we still have 12 picks left. Montez Sweat is still hanging out. Um, health issues. Yet, health issues, right? He's been cleared. Um, doctors came out today and said that, uh, you know, the guy's heart is fine. But um, where I'm looking at is I'm really looking at uh, maybe going double Wolverine and uh, Chase Winovich could be another guy that they look at. Um, I mentioned him a little earlier on. Um, he is probably one of the top edge rushers for the beginning of day two. Okay. Um, just a lot of questions about trade possibilities, prospects, Lance. Um, what are your thoughts on them trading again? I mean, would you think, um, they just need to get, stay where they are. are you, you comfortable with them giving up some picks to keep moving up? Yeah, I think they should definitely give up some picks to get back into that second round. There's going to be a lot of good football players left. Again, I keep harping on it, keep saying it. They need playmakers on that offense. They need a guy that can stretch the field. I like Moncrief. I like having two. Uh, they need some more ball players to score points. A lot of points out of that lineup. You take the 90 points out, they go down to 21 points per game. Bring in some playmakers. This offense needs to be dynamic. How do you win in this league now? You got to score points. You need to score at minimum 27 to 28 points per game to win a Super Bowl. So they need to bring in some ball players to make sure that they can do that. 
Yeah, it kind of makes me think about in terms of tomorrow, you know, offense versus defense, the the ratio and the picks that they have in rounds two and three, or I guess just three right now, even though they haven't officially traded into the second round yet. I, I feel like it, you've, you have Nelson, you have a guy like Mike Hilton, you have Joe Hayden, you have a couple other corners. I just am not sold the cornerbacks a dire need right now. I feel like wide receiver, tight end, especially running back, I think tomorrow is going to be a very heavy offensive day, and I think that's where they need to go. I think that it's what the team needs. Like Lance said, and we've all said, they have to re- try to replace 15 touchdowns, and that's not going to be just some easy thing to do. It's going to be tough, and they're going to have to find some players to do so, and it's going to be in the second day, rounds two and three, and maybe early in the fourth uh, that you're going to find some of those guys that can really um, – you know, make an impact early in their careers. That's what they need right now. So Brian, uh, let's, uh, you have a chance to talk to the, the fan base. I gotta be honest. I- I've been covering the team as the editor for the behind the steel curtain.com website since they drafted Bud Dupree in the first round. This is the best reception I've ever seen from the fan base in regards to the pick. Um, since I've been covering the team, even Bud Dupree, people said it was raw. Um, Artie Burns, they hated it. Terrell Edmonds, they hated it. Um, go ahead and just say, you know, what your thoughts are on the pick the day that it was the, the way the draft panned out and anything else about the draft coming up. This is my favorite draft since 1987. I'd possibly say I got to stay home and watch Rod Woodson get drafted where everybody said there was no way they were going to get him. Where did they get Rod Woodson that year? Number 10. So very interesting. They got one of their great playmakers on defense at, with the 10th pick. So they're picking 10 again. Um, They weren't originally there, but they made that trade, made a really good deal. Um, I am just absolutely elated. I was elated at the beginning of the night to go ahead and uh, see Joe Green come out looking like a pimp and a stud (laughs) in that blue suit. I thought he was just absolutely amazing. I mean, that guy, he was picked 50 years ago today. Tight end just went off the board um, to Denver. But, um, so I'm absolutely thrilled. Uh, a correction on Dave, um, Mark Barron has a number, number 26. But I also noticed when I was looking in there, and this will be very interesting to you, Mr. Hartman, Ralph Webb has a number. He's number 42. <laughs> and Herb Waters is also number 26. So Mark Barron's 26 might not be safe. But Ralph Webb, I'm going to have your jersey to you soon. You could have your number 42 jersey now that Burnett is gone. It's Webb, <laughs> Webb, Webb. Please don't waste your money. All right, uh, Lance. I'm telling you, this morning on Steelers.com, he had no number. That was this morning. All right. Well, I guess it's just one of those modern mysteries that we'll never know. And um, so there you have it. Lance, let's go to you next. What are your thoughts overall on the day that was and what's coming up on the NFL draft? Steelers got their guy. I mean, the fan base is happy. I know one thing. If the pick isn't the right guy, they'll blame Tomlin. <laughs> That's the one <laughs> thing I do. That's the one thing I do know that, that, that will happen. The other thing, when uh, Brian brought up uh, Rod Woodson's, I did have dinner at Rod Woodson's. He had good wings back when he had the restaurant down in Station Square. But, you know, it's a good day for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They get their guy. They put a playmaker in the middle of your defense. You know, you have to be strong up the middle you know, over the center, in between the hashes, and in your defensive backfield. Hopefully the young man can play. You know, I did a whole podcast on I didn't like moving up for 
uh, inside linebackers. But as we've seen, you know, the league does not covet these corners. These corners are dropping. And in the passing league, you know, that's a red flag for these corners. If these corners are dropping and the way it's looking now, maybe these guys potentially drop out of the first round. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of quality players. You move up to the second round, stay aggressive, go get a player that you target. And I, I agree with Jeff, though. I don't think you get a corner. Go get a dynamic wide receiver that can really bring some playmaking and explosion to this offense because, again, you got to make up those points. And let's not forget the fact that they're awful at picking cornerbacks. Um, and so if you avoid that and say, okay, we're going to go in this season with Steven Nelson and the guys that we have, Joe Hayden, next year when Antonio Brown's money's off the books, you could probably go out in free agency and get another decent cornerback um, to fill it out because you obviously suck at drafting them. So there you have that. Uh, Dave, uh, go ahead. Dave. Dave already went. Did you really? It's Brian's yeah. turn. Uh, no, Brian went first. I'll go again. No, we don't want to hear from you again. I'm just why were you shaking your head, Brian? They don't I was... suck at drafting quarterbacks in the Corner, past. Cornerback. Corner, no, I meant cornerbacks. Oh, Lance, step in here, Lance. Position, they have not been in position to get a cornerback in the last few years. Come on, Lance. Step uh, in, Lance. Say something, uh, Lance. Hey, we did a whole show hey, on hey, it. That's, that's, you know, that's no excuse. You, you, you can't. I mean, that's. If you get an opportunity to draft them, you need to hit on them. They have not been good at it. It's fine. They've been bad. You go through the list. Those guys are terrible. I mean, they have not been very good at it. And there were years where they kind of de-emphasized the corner position anyway. And then they took. They would never take corners early in rounds, so on and so forth. There's been a lot of good corners selected in years. Colbert and Tomlin have not done a good job at it. So I, I, I love the fact that they went out and got one. Um, it's interesting that they can't draft them. It's weird that they can't do it. Like certain teams don't draft positions very well. Like that team up north that we all hate, or I hate. I'm sure you guys hate that team up north. They can't draft wide receivers. You know, we struggle with corners. So, uh, you know, teams struggle with certain position groups. Maybe it's scheme, maybe it's coaches, but I'm glad they went and got one in free agency. I mean, look, Artie Burns should be proof enough. Well, let's talk about their starting cornerback, shall we, Brian? Let's go with it. Joe Hayden, was he drafted by the Steelers? He was not. Uh, Steven Nelson. He was not, Mike however. Hilton. Mike, no, no, no. Mike Hilton. No, he was not. There you go, man. Their top three cornerbacks are not drafted players. Okay, let me tell you something. Let's talk about Artie Burns. Artie, Burns was, not on, Artie Burns was not on their wish list. Artie William Jackson III was on their wish list. Cincinnati took him right before they did. I don't even think they anticipated that Cincinnati was going to go ahead and take the take that guy. He was a reactionary pick because a need pick that they needed cornerback. What they should have done was taken best available at that point. They didn't take best available at that point. They still went with the cornerback. Doesn't mean that they can't draft one. If they would have drafted William Jackson the third, you guys would have been elated. We all would have been elated. They missed him by one pick. That guy was the number one guy on their board at that uh, position. That's a lack of preparation, man. I agree with you. I, I, agree. Oh, no, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. But when they lost him, they panicked. Doesn't mean they can't draft a corner. They reached for a corner and lost. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. Well, that means they can't draft them. Oh, Lance, man, <laughs> come on. I, I, I'm sorry. You know, if if was a fifth, you know, we'd all, all, right. we'd all be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, that's the one cliche I can get right. So, and okay. by the way, my internet did not drop first. Yes, I was about to say it's a it's a modern day miracle. Now, before we get to the end of the show, um, we did have uh, a guy, Sean, who's a, a fan of the show. He dropped in a super chat comment. Want to get to that? Because I always say if they get we get a super chat comment, we're gonna get to it. He said, "Just wanted to say what's up from Hawaii. Just like Brian, his dreams came true. I'm assuming he's referring to the pick. He he said, how who are your guys' top three to five receivers available, and who would fit best in our scheme?" Brian, you know these players better than Lance and I do. Three to five receivers available. Who do you think fits best? Go. Uh, Nikhil Harry, Hakeem Butler, AJ Brown. Okay. Um, yours, you said AJ Brown. Say the other one. You said Hakeem Butler was one of them. Hakeem Butler and Nikhil Harry. And where's he from? Arizona State. What about Boykin from Notre Dame? You a fan? No. I, I like Boykin, but he's not in my top. Uh, he's not in my top ten. I if I had to add two more, I I'm adding uh, AB's brother, and I'm also adding. Uh, um, I'm adding Mon not Moncrief uh, Metcalf. Okay, um, what about you? Say you did you did you say Hollywood Brown? I I didn't hear you. Yeah, I, I'd add Hollywood in there. Okay. But uh, so Dave, who just enjoyed the show, thanks for coming back on. Oh, this is um. Three to five receivers that are still available. Who do you think is the best fit for Pittsburgh, and who are some of those players? I mean, they're all there, aren't they? I didn't miss one coming off the board. No, you're I? not missing any come off the board. I'm just saying yeah. a question was asked. Yes. Who do you Which think are the best be three to five, top three to five receivers available, and who is would best fit our scheme? Um, who's obviously who's available would be the, um, the 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 um the two Browns with DK Metcalf and then and Keel that I'm sure you guys have mentioned. But I think the best that, that what the Steelers will do is they're going to wait until the third or fourth and take Sills out of West Virginia. What would you do, Lance, if the Steelers picked Hollywood Brown somehow in the second round of this draft? I would love it. I mean, hey, I've told you, you, Jeff. Are you serious? That's like Jeff, stepping Jeff. on a landmine, knowing that Jeff. you're doing what you're doing. I told well, big up to Thanos for snapping, and Dave came back. So big up to Thanos. Dave is back. <laughs> so, big, so, so big up to Thanos. I thought Thanos yep. snapped and Dave disappeared. It just only killed his internet for a second. But look, since the Patriots won their sixth championship. Man, I said that name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That team up north, since they won their sixth championship, let's just get good football players. You know me. I'm like, hey, character is great. I like guys that can score touchdowns. And I want the Steelers to get a seventh Super Bowl before that team up north does. Because if they get seven before me and my brother gets to rip me every day about them having seven championships, come on, man. It's going to be terrible. Get Hollywood Brown if you think he's the best football player. 
I know the boy can play. He's dynamic. Hey, put him in there. I don't care. Let's go get seven championships. And for those that are watching uh, the draft unfold right now live, uh, one safety I really enjoyed watching, Darnell Savage from Maryland, is off the board. He went to the Packers. They traded up. The, the Baltimore Ravens just traded their pick to the Eagles. And so things are getting interesting on the, the draft. Wow. Um, so Savage is gone. The Packers took two in the first round. I say Savage because he was someone I thought maybe in the second round would still be there. He's not. So um, that'll be interesting. It's another player to cross off the list if he was on your personal big board there, so to speak. So, all right. I, I tell you what, guys. It's a, it's a modern miracle, in my opinion, that A, Lance's connection stayed solid the whole show. That Brian sounded crystal clear. Now, Dave, you did get thrown off but you came back didn't miss a beat no one knew it i bet so, i don't know i told you we had we've had massive internet outages in my area right now it's been on and off all day and i was hoping to get through the show before we had to reset everything again but <laughs> i should be good for another 20 minutes for those for those that uh look, follow our shows regularly know that this is this is literally a modern miracle it really is so um i, I told ahead, you Brian. about the squirrel the squirrel is gone a squirrel chewed my internet wire. That's why these shows have been bad for months. And now <laughs> they fixed it. I had no clue. It is a miracle. Good. All right. So here's the thing. If you're one of the 200 plus people that joined in the live chat at some point today, we ask that you subscribe to the show. Uh, we're going to be putting out quality content all off season. We're going to be breaking down these draft picks once it's all done. I already said, if in case you missed it, we'll have a show tomorrow night recapping day two, and then another show Saturday recapping day three. Lance and I will be on on Sunday to do the standard is the standard, and it's status quo. It's good content. If you don't like YouTube and you like rather have audio, uh, there's more shows. We do five shows a week. By all means, find us anywhere you get your podcast. That's Apple. That's Apple iTunes. Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, we're there. Just search Steelers, Behind the Steel Curtain, and, and always, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. This is our biggest week of the year. Make sure you check us out. Absolutely. So, guys, thank you very much for taking the time. We appreciate it. Devin Bush. We all love Bush. He's a Steeler. He's a Steeler. Yeah. He's a Steeler. Lance, why don't you send us off with your, your slogan? Tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Amen, brother. Go Steelers. We'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.